Today's in-flight entertainment is brought to you by the Royal Flying Doctor Service, which has helped my family and many families across Australia. But did you know that it is more than an emergency aeromedical service? They provide dental, mental health and GP services in regional, rural and remote locations. If you wish to support the RFDS and many Australian families, you can donate in the link in our show notes. <laughs> the version I send you, though, that yeah. had the intro in it. Lucky okay. put up the wrong one. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? It's just a pilot episode. No one cares. That's why I was harassing you on Friday. Oh, <laughs> no, it's fine. We're legit now because we're in episode two. So the intro that I am saying right now and our groovy little song that you actually put a lot of time into is going to make it into episode two, which we're at. Mm. Hang on, can you save it? We're going to have to do a cheeseburger croissant review mm. on the TikTok. Mm. You're going to have to wait until the podcast is done to finish this. Anyways, episode two, we got a few aviatrix updates before we get into it. So firstly, I just wanted to say, wanted to be a bit cheesy and say thank you for all the support around episode one and our pilot and launching. Last week, we are officially live for over a week now, our one week anniversary. And yeah, my inbox was just flooded with so many nice messages. I think we thought we were going to get about five views and... Certainly got a bit more than that and some really high ratings, which was so, so lovely. So thank you again for your support. We've got, I actually, one of my mates sent me (laughs) a message and I have to, I had a really good laugh at it. So I'm going to read it out, even if he wants me to or not. But it said, this was one of the students that um, used to train at our flight school. He said, boy, good work on the podcast. Surprised that your voice is actually pleasant to listen to. Good job, mate. (laughs) Love you too, Reedy. Thank you. But no, thank you for all the messages. It really does mean a lot to me. And if you are enjoying the potty, please do give us some feedback or drop a rating in. It really does mean a lot. Uh, Second little update we've got was it's our birthday month. Today, as we're recording this, is the 1st of March, but you'll be listening to it on the 3rd. So it is officially our birthday month. And we have a lot of exciting things planned. So not sure if you've already seen our Aviatrix Instagram, but we are launching a new P every Wednesday and that doesn't really make sense. But head to the Instagram and you'll see what I'm talking about. So this week we've dropped our shirt pins so you can jump online and grab a pin to rock on your everyday outfit and we'll be launching them, yes, like I said, every Wednesday for all of March, finishing off with our party of course which we are doing a sip and paint at the hangar there's still tickets available if you want to get some next we've had Lani if you saw takeover Tuesday this week Lani was at Avalon and absolutely beautiful soul massive shout out to Lani who was on the takeover this week and I'm again I'm going to read out her message because I just can't believe that we have people like this in our community who want to do as much as they can for aviatrix and her message just really made my heart melt so Lani thank you very much for all your help in Aviatrix and for reaching out to me so she sent me a message I'm just gonna scroll up she said hi Georgie I hope you're having a lovely weekend I'm down in Melbourne and I'm staying a little bit extra to attend the Avalon Air Show I've had the idea that I could represent Aviatrix at the trade show I could walk around spread awareness of the brand and talk about what we do 
I love aviatrix and believe it's a great opportunity for women in aviation. Do you think that would be a good idea? Like, are you serious? People actually want to go out of their way to spread what we're doing and promote the brand and represent it. And Lani, you are just, you're a G. I love you. Thank you very much for that. That has made my whole month. Next, moving on, we have got, you guys are loving boot talk. The boot talk on my TikTok, for some reason, has just popped off. And I'm excited to say that there's definitely more boot talk and some outback unboxing coming to my TikTok in the next few weeks. When you're hearing this, I will be at CMC CMC officially in two weeks' time. And I'm sorry, but that's all you're going to hear about for the next two weeks and probably following because we'll do a little CMC recap after. And... As well, we've, there is just a lot happening in March. This month is hectic. We've got the Women in Aviation National Conference next week, which I am very grateful to be speaking at. So if you are attending that conference or you're in Brizzy, definitely come and say hi. I would love to have a chat and keep, an up, keep your eyes out for our coffee catch-ups this month as well because they are yet to be released. And I think, what else is an aviation update? some toast for breakfast um i can smell robbie's croissant that he's eating behind the wall and you know enough about me in this whole podcast there's a q a robbie our producer is going to be firing away questions at me so you guys can get to know me as your aviatrix host and if you enjoy the episode feel free to send in more questions and we'll do another q a in the near future we'll let this intro actually roll on into the song for this week. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard Aviatrix Airwaves. Please do not turn off your electrical equipment, which you are listening to this podcast on, and instead just sit back, relax and enjoy as we are about to take off into this episode. Him saying they're both recording is how you know they're <laughs> recording. So that means we're on we're in Rocky's work. We're on. Before I um pretend that I actually enjoy working with you mm. and we sit here and chat for an hour, mm. I've got a little bone to pick. Mm. Your plane spotting technique needs to get a lot better if we're going to continue this podcast. Why? You said Alliance the other day. It's Alliance Airlines. Oh, yeah, we're doing like insurance not, through. Sorry, yeah, that's my not, bad. That's my insurance. bad. Yeah, no, that's my bad. But anyways, we'll we'll move on from that. You, that was your bone to pick. Yeah, well, I didn't want no, to be too what? mean on they a Monday are, they morning. Are, they are now Alliance Airlines. Okay, well. But if Alliance wants to sponsor, 537 specifically, not. I mean, you sponsor you guys too, I guess. Thanks, thanks for thinking yeah. of me. How does it actually work, Locke? Anything you should, the, currently right now. Just you and this is just a you and I conversation. Just mute Georgie. You and I can talk. I don't know. We can't cool. own Georgie's podcast and her. But I mean, if this sponsorship comes through, that's ours. No, it's mine. We sweep it under. The so we sweep it under the radar, hey? Yeah. yeah okay, Chris. Sweet. Your little brat. Yeah. Anyways, um, moving on from that, we'll jump straight into the cues. What have you got for me? Hit me. Not yeah. Really. What, what's this podcast about? Tell us more. I no. want to know what this is about. Robbie, I'm doing the intro before <laughs> that. Oh You're just God. really fucking up my own podcast, aren't you? <laughs> Can I ask, what ones would you like first? Ask me anything. I don't know what's been sent in. I had oh, a they're quick all skim. random? Yeah, they're all, I don't know. I told everyone just to send in questions about anything. So I actually have no idea what's on there, but you can just fire away. 
Real mix, eh? Hey? All right. Let's start with like off the top of the dome. Mm-hmm. What age did you start flying? What age did I start flying? I took my first flying lesson at, I think I was 19. So I worked a bit out of school for a year, which would have made me 18. And then, yeah, I jumped in and took my first flying lesson at 19. I think it was Sam, actually, my brother, who took me on my first like official flying lesson. That's where you flew? Yeah, when I had control. What legal age do you have to be able to fly? What legal age? Like, what's the age? like? To go solo at 16 for a private licence. And that's anything, like helicopter or plane? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. But people like you who still need to mature a bit, probably like 25. Okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, your favourite part of your job? Ooh, well, at the moment it's this because this is new. So I really enjoy doing new stuff. Podcasting? Yeah. Specifically? Podcasting is fun. So not flying? No, well, I love flying, huh. but this is new. So at the moment, like this, this is, is this is my thing. This is really cool. But um, favorite part of my job in the marketing sense, it's seeing people like when they come up to me at a careers expo or something, and they'll ask me about you know pathways in the aviation industry, and then say a week or two weeks or a month down the track, they're then at the school learning to fly. So that's really special, like seeing people start their journey. Or we have a few messaging our Instagram page saying they're really excited to start their journey they just don't know if it's for them or they don't know if they should actually go for it and then seeing them take that first step that's really exciting and then in the flying sense of course like that just doesn't get old seeing people's reaction of being in a helicopter it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for a lot of people and you know I'm grateful that I get to do it as my job but it's really special seeing those people take that first step or see those new experiences have you ever had anyone rock up and they've like never flown before they're just like yeah just thought i'd give it a go or usually it's like stemmed from some sort of, like in terms of solo like in like a 22 or something like as in doing their flight training yeah well no but even just like oh yeah i'm interested in it but have they ever is it, have they ever had any history at all or is it usually just like oh that looks good and then that, that's when a lot kind of, of people who um yeah have done jump into their flight training, you know, don't come from a background of aviation and mm. they think, yeah, it's just going to be a cool job. Naomi will actually laugh if she's listening to this because she didn't even do a tiff or anything. She just was straight in the classroom and was like, I'm going to start this, here I go. Mm. So, yeah, who have we got flying over? Oh, oh, let's see how good your plane spotting no, skills I don't, are today. I don't, Which way is it going first? I think it's going north. No, I think it's going west. Mm. All right. You got two th- two things for you to guess. Let's see how good oh, you are. What? Just I have here. to guess. You have to guess. This is my podcast now. Okay. It's All right. Virgin what? No. or Qantas. Ooh, is it? Yeah, okay. What airline is it? Virgin. Where's it going? I don't know. All right. I'll give okay. You. Give me three options Brisbane, Sydney, Sydney, Melbourne. Sydney? Jetstar? Okay. Going to Sydney. Oh, I was close. Ladies and gentlemen, George Arnold. Thank you. <laughs> so we did touch on your first flight. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that's what age did you start flying? Mm-hmm. Did you ever think of another career path besides aviation? And then there's like, you're doing so great. Definitely an inspiration. Oh, mm, that's cute. Beautiful. You were going to leave that out. You weren't yeah, going to brighten my to, Monday. Yeah, well, you paused for a little while and I was like, oh, she knows this more. No, well, you were looking at me like. I don't know if I want to say this. <laughs> Thank you. That's mm. very cute. No, you're welcome. Very nice. Um, what was the actual question? From Would M. I do anything else in No, aviation? did you ever think of another career path other than aviation? Oh. Like, until the point until you started doing aviation yeah. where you're like, 
Okay. I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. I actually, all growing up during school, I knew that I would do my helicopter license one day, but I didn't think straight out of school that it would be my full-time career. So, you know, at school I was that kid that was just like, what have we got? Monday mornings are fun to film a potty, aren't they? They are are straight over the flight line. Quick go. Flight path. Brisbane, Melbourne, um, Sydney. Qantas going back into Townsville. Ooh, so crap. Uh, oh. Virgin going to Brisbane. Okay, moving on. Um, back to the question. So, yeah, growing up, I yeah, school was just fun. I did whatever subjects I wanted to do. Went purely for the lunchtime, chit-chat with the girls. And, yeah, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was always – this is really funny to look back at now, but every careers expo or times when, you know, you have those meetings with your careers advisors and it's mm. like, what are you going to do? I was like – something in like the sporting industry i was like i'll be a physiotherapist and, and looking back at that i was like uh i knew i wasn't gonna go to university university was not my thing i couldn't even take my books home from school to do my homework so let alone because i could i do a whole degree but yeah no what no, made you say physiotherapist or like because that was the only sporty person no i was a gymnast for 10 years but i wasn't like good oh, at right. it but like i i don't know i was just like oh, i'll be a pt or something because Unfortunately, like, I feel like I wasn't really exposed to many different career pathways. Like, I feel like we were given the textbook of, you know, here's the uni degrees, which one are you going to choose? And I was like, none. So, I was gymnastics coach at the time. I was like, well, I'm liking this. I'm, you know, doing all right at it. Might just stick with this until I know what I'm doing, which is my advice to anyone who's graduating school. It's like, you don't need to know what you're doing and just do what you enjoy and eventually you'll go down a path of finding a career that you like but yeah I had no idea I was going to do aviation I like I said I finished school I was working for a year doing I was coaching gymnastics I mean it was part-time but I was there like seven till ten in the morning and then four till or three till eight at night so it was like split shifts for a week um for every week sorry and yeah then I kind of just decided that it was time to do something else gain something you know, gain a qualification of some sort that I could fall on one day. And I also wanted to start my training while my dad was still in the industry. So I learned off both my dad and my brother are instructors. And I wanted to, yeah, learn off dad before maybe he retired or if the business, you know, wasn't there in the future. So, yeah, I wanted to gain my skills from him because I knew if I was 30, 40 years old, looking back at my, you know, young years, I'd be regretting not having done it. And yeah, I started my license and I was like, I'm just going to get this and I'll just fi- fly my friends around the island and fly myself here and this. And I was like, I'm not actually going to work it in the family business full time. That was my words. I was like, I'm not going to work there, but I'm going to do gonna it. Just going to fly. Yeah, around. I'm going to. I'm going to get my license. Go because, to the arms with the gals. Know, why would I not? Like mm. the opportunity is right there. Yep. And yeah, and then I finished my license. Still, yeah, had no idea what I wanted to do. No one was handling any of the social media or marketing at Hangar 85. So Townsville Helicopters. Townsville Flight Training, Zephyr and Aviatrix. No one was, yeah, in a marketing role. And I really liked social media and all that sort of stuff. And everyone else, I didn't really like how the Instagram feeds looked. So then I kind of just fell into the marketing role there. And again, that was, I was under the impression that would just be part-time. I'd go in like two hours a day and do that. And within a weekend, I was full-time there. And that was about two or three years ago now. So, yeah, would I do anything else? I'm definitely really open to doing other things and trying new things, but I'm not ready to leave this just yet. But, I mean, I yeah, I want to try new stuff and 
go do something else and did, whatever. Did the reason you stay because you thought you saw opportunity or was it because you were like, oh, I'm just going to fill a role until I can kind of figure me out? No, well, <laughs> I kind of said like the it wasn't – I wasn't sat down and like, Georgie, this role is available. Would you mm. like to do it? It was I'm coming in. No, like it was my oh. choice. I was like I'm starting this role. Yep. Because it's required. Like I saw a gap in the business and I said, no, this is what needs to be done. I'll help out for a bit until I know what I'm going to do with my life. And then, yeah, clearly I I just love it. $150,000 per year. Mm. (laughs) It's not anything like that. I've tried that, but it didn't didn't work. work. It didn't really work. Family business, am I right? Yeah, okay. We'll we'll move on. That's touchy. (laughs) 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 Next question. One, two, four. Oh. Eight. (laughs) Why did you choose rotary over fixed wing? Okay, so rotary is helicopter and fixed wing is aeroplane for people who have no idea. Mm. Um, explain them more technically, please. Helicopter, aeroplane. Great. Nice. Mm. I chose rotary because... No, that one doesn't matter. I think that's a truck, not a plane. <laughs> I chose to be a helicopter pilot simply because I was brought up around helicopters my whole life. Like I said, my dad and brother were both are both flight instructors. So, yeah, fixed wing just wasn't really something I ever looked into. And I like that helicopters can land anywhere. Fixed wings need a runway. So, yeah, I just it just wasn't wasn't anything I ever looked at. I did consider. Well, I still am considering doing my fixed wing license mm. one day. But at the moment, yeah, it just was always helicopter that was in my mind. What's easier to fly? Oh god, this is a debate oh, that goes on it? in the tr- in the flight school every oh. day. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's funny. It's a bit of a rivalry. Like, oh, helicopter pilots are the real pilots, or oh, off the top of the dome, I would stick like, oh, it's got to be a helicopter. Really? Well, it looks airplanes. You have, um, I don't know though, like know autopilot and stuff. Helicopter, you've got to be on the controls yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Um, it's just, I just depends what know. you're better at, I suppose. Or yeah, a lot of the theory is pretty similar. So the theory is pretty similar for both your commercial and your commercial rotary and fixed wing exam. But yeah, the flying aspect, I've never done a TIFF in a fixed wing. I wouldn't even know what it's like to fly them. So You yeah. need to go away and do that. And come I back know, to I do. But the little planes just don't really interest me. I don't know, there's something about them. I can't see. I need like, I already need a booster <coughs> seat in a helicopter, let alone to see over the dash of an aeroplane. It's just, I think helicopter is more yeah, practical yeah. for yeah. me. Well, you can see because it's got windows everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You need a, a child seat in there. Hey. Hey. I keep locking your phone. I'm really sorry. We're going to be here all day. Yeah, sorry. Um, okay, quick. now you can play and sort that one. Yes. You're really trying to redeem yourself today. Mm, 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 mm. That's got to be going into town. No, it's going out. Guess the airline. Okay. It's my favourite. How am I meant to know your favourite airline? Should be Townsville Helicopters or Townsville Flight Training. That's not an airline, yeah, but we're just going to say aircraft. Um, is it Virgin? Not my favourite. It's Alliance. Oh, I get lost. Go on a phosphate hill. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Enjoy. Should Alliance. Um, all right. Now, these are, these are questions I think that are more... Aviation not related. Oh, God. Do you want – Do we, should we just hit some more aviation ones? There's a heap of them, but there's some in here. It's very personal. Is it? Mm. Oh, am I going to have to put, like, a trigger warning for my parents not to listen? Absolutely. So, but pause oh. on that. What are your long-term aviation goals? I have no idea. Personally you know, and business-wise? I get asked – I've done a couple 
like public speaking events and stuff. Yeah, pop off dance. Yeah. Whoa, girl, you're crazy, girl. Oh. Yeah. Now they can just listen to yeah. you for free. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, this question always comes up. It's like, what? Are you, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in ten years? Like, if you were to tell me what had happened in the past five years, five years ago, I would have not believed a single thing. So I don't really ever. I mean, I know long term goals are good to have, but. I'm not a long-term thinker. I'm mm. like, it's got to be done tomorrow or You're I'm not doing it. You're what's for breakfast tomorrow? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what am I having for lunch? I haven't even had breakfast today. Mm, but neither. yeah, so I'm very short-term goals, which is kind of not the greatest because I tend to leave things until last minute. Mm. But long-term, obviously, like I ideally, want to, ideally, I would love AVA tricks to just become more and more nationally recognised. Mm. I think definitely continuing down that path. You know, I would love to be able to host events where lots and lots of people can gather together. That's the dream. Um, for myself, yeah, I honestly, I'm just keen on seeing where it goes. Like, I really don't like to put high expectations. You know, I've got a few personal goals that are, you know, personal and business related goals that we don't need to go really too far into. But yeah, I don't, I like just seeing where it'll take me. And, you know, the unknown is really fun. I just, as long as I'm having fun, I don't mind what it is that I'm doing. And I'm really excited just to see what comes my way. But, yeah, I feel like I kind of avoided that question, like, mm. where do I see myself? But, I honestly, I have no idea, and yeah. that's the best part about it. I feel like that's a good – like, that's a, that's a great answer. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> Thank you very much. How do we get involved in starting flight training? How do you Study, get involved? et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like, where do you start? What's How did I? No, not you. How do okay. you? How does how do anyone us, listening get how do us, Yeah, plebs. No plebs. How do we, us, we're going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> how, does, how does anyone get involved? That is we're not going to cut that out. How does anyone get involved <laughs> okay. in flight training, study, involved yeah. with you guys, etc.? Mm-hmm. My biggest tip for someone who's looking at becoming a pilot would be to do a trial introductory flight. So they are open to the general public. Anyone can book them, you know, online. Usually you're flight school that's in your local community or if you've got a flight school near you should have a trial introductory flight available. Highly recommend doing that because that's essentially your first lesson. Like you can go in, you get to do a little brief, learn the effects of controls and go for your first lesson. Really, really recommend that because, you know, some people might jump in there and go, holy shit, this is not for me. I don't enjoy this. Or some people get in there like, okay, this is exactly the path where I want to be. So recommend a TIFF. I also recommend going into a, a, I know it seems kind of vague but like do your research on your flight schools you know go in and visit the flight school that you want to go to and then chat to the instructors see their facilities look at what aircraft they've got available ask them lots of questions so that'd be my first two steps and then yeah I mean to get a pilot a commercial pilot's license you don't need any well back in my day our day Back in our day, it was OP, so you don't need an OP score. You don't need an task rating. Is that what they are now? I don't yeah, I think so. ATAR, look. He's alive. Look, he's alive. I think it's ATAR, yeah. Yeah, yes. ATAR. Or whatever it is in New South Wales. I don't even know what the equivalent is. Yeah. Anyways, you don't need a high, you need a high school certificate if you want to go through TAFE, but again, there's like bridging courses, blah, blah. But yeah, you don't need subject prerequisites. So you just come in. They'll teach you everything you need to know. In your theory subjects, which if you're doing it full time, that'll take 12 weeks. Um, if you pass them every single, every single one first, first go, all seven subjects first time, 12 weeks. 
um, totally normal to fail exams on the way. And then it's um, for the course I did, my commercial pilot licence through Townsville Helicopters, it was 105 flying hours and you're done. So, yeah, you don't need to come in with, I mean, a medical and your asset card and stuff like that. That's getting a bit more technical. Mm. But to say it simply, anyone can, you know, look at starting. How long does it take to get 105 flying hours? Usually, like, I understand it takes 105 mm-hmm. hours. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Well done. Well done. Round of applause for Robbie. Good, on Good you. job. Dude, the maths. How long does it usually <laughs> take for someone to accumulate those yeah we say again if you're doing it full-time if you smash out the theory it can be six months we've had people do it in as fast as five months um for myself i was working i didn't put my all into the theory first go took me yeah working on the side about a year i really spread mine out Mm. so yeah as fast as you can get through it is that the same for both rotary and fixed wings about nine months minimum for the first and then we usually recommend going into a multi-course so it's about a year if you're doing your commercial fixed wing. And can you do both at the same time or is that ridiculous? We recommend like sticking to one. Yeah, People have know. done it, but yeah. And they Stick are to one first. To be no, they've actually freaks. done well. They've done well, but they are, yeah. Crazy smart. Mm. No, nah, not really, but yeah. Crazy smart. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, me. if I went and done it, we would have been sweet. Like, I get knocked out. Okay. Oh, a lot of these questions are kind of repetitive. Okay. Well, we don't um, need to ask them. So. Oh. No, mm. I don't like that look. There, there are, there's a lot of questions that are the exact same. I'm just trying to think of... The, I will ask you a couple of these ones and I'll then think of a few that I want to know personally. God. About no. the business, not about your life. I don't mm. care. Okay. Your idea of a perfect date. Oh, my idea of a perfect <laughs> date. Yeah, you got to say it's in a plane or something or an helicopter for sure. On an island. I've never been on a date before. I'm reaching 22 years and I've never been on a date. You've never been on a date? <laughs> I've never been on a date. What? Yeah. You know what Tinder up? This is getting way out of hand. <laughs> I've never go. been yeah, on a date. I know. I just don't like the thought of it. And I Young no gentleman out there, I've, if uh, you're a ringer, because that seems to be her taste. No, it's not. Yeah. How's oh, this lovely lady out on a date? Maybe that should be... I think that's my goal this year is to go out on a date. Yeah, and then we can rate your dates. No, I, okay. We'll rate them out of 10 each day. But isn't and we'll that just mean, though, if I'm just no. going on a date just to get podcast content? No. Yeah. No. Anyways. No. No, that's absolutely fun. That's absolutely <laughs> great to do. Oh, so I'm going to have to go on a date? Yeah. Are you going to set me up on a blind else. date? Oh, that's <gasps> a good idea. No, I don't like where this is going. Lock. I'm 22 mute Georgie's, two mute Georgie's headphones real quick. Top left. Can George, can you hear me? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Whoa, now I'm really loud. Look. <laughs> now I'm muted. You can't hear me? No. Well, I can hear you out loud. Rathy. She's muted. Rathy. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're gonna What are you doing? You're doing something on my phone. It's just like to I can't hear you. That'll work great. Alright, put it back on. She's good. Okay. Going back to my idea of a perfect date. My idea of a perfect date I think would be something I don't have to organise. Oh really? You just yeah. want you just like want to be picked up? No, because up. I feel like in my group, like I'm always the one to be like, there's this event going on, and like I feel like I'm I'm the planner. Like mm. I I organize things and I'll organize yeah. the accommodation, and like I'm a big planner. And even in my job as well, like I'm the one doing the event organization mm. stuff. I feel like my first date would be something I don't have to organize. Definitely not. I think like the thought of like a coffee date. No. Nah. Like a sit-down oh, coffee like and like lunch yeah. date. No, like maybe like an Arvo at the pub or something. But no, oh, like the thought of not having ever met someone and then going and sitting down having coffee. Like I do that for work meetings. 
Great. That, All right. That makes me no. I think something I don't have to plan. Great. So just message Aviatrix. <sighs> no, message Georgie, and it's got to be after four pm. Is going to be the date. And I'm not going on a date. Oh, not. Yeah, no, I do need to. Yeah, go on a date. Just, just date. expand. Have fun with it. Uh, we apparently have to write this up in twelve minutes. Oh shit. Yeah, but it's been going for years. What's your favorite food and drink? Oh, I'm a slut for cob loaf. Really? Yeah, I love cob loaf and it's good smoothie. Um, food, I don't know, I have lots of different fake foods. Sushi, dumplings. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love a bit of sushi. Ooh. Okay. What's one, of your, what's one of your best memories you have as a kid? <laughs> oh, God, I don't even know. There's a story that my mum always tells that's quite funny. Mm. When we lived in Canada from when I was about two till five years old, I was mad scared. Like, I, I was top of my ski class at, like, four years old. Like, I could... I've gone to the Olympics, I reckon. Is that because you're so short, so you're like your balance was like pretty good? No, it was good. I was because I was good at skiing. Oh, uh-huh. but your center of gravity would have been great too. Probably. Yeah. I had red skis, so that also helps. Mm. Makes me go fast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I always tease mum. I'm like, mum, you should have let me stick with skiing. Could have mm. gone to the Olympics. Could have been something. Yeah, could have been real big. Could have this twelve year old child out. No, so I was. She always tells a story. I was like four years old or three years old or something and I was on my red rocket skis mm. they had tigers on them as well and we were at the I don't know what it's called like the teenage park like the skate park but at a ski park you know how it's got like the jumps and stuff dull I'm from North Queens I have no idea okay but you know what I'm saying yeah sure I don't know what the professional word is the ski jumps we're at the ski jumps mm-hmm. and I don't know we must have been there because Sam would would have been oh like 10 at the time or something so he was probably on them and I was meant to be observing mm. them. Mum mm. took her eye off Little John's mm. for a split second. And she disappeared. Little John's is lined up at the top of the biggest oh, jump this is so good. on the ski yeah. fields. Yeah. And all these teenagers are like lined up around the jump. And no, they're not thinking about the fact that I'm about to die. They're like, <laughs> jump, jump, jump. And I was like, here I was like, arms how, how back. Three. Three or four or something, oh, yeah, because we awesome. left Canada when I was five, so it would have been younger than that. Yep. But, yeah, I'd, like, proper, like, arms back, head down, like, bend at the knees, like, going full force for this jump, like, and everyone around me is like, yeah, like, jump, jump, and, like, proper, I was I was ready. This was my moment to prove to the, mm. whoever was watching that I was yeah, ready for the I Olympics. Yeah, okay. And, yeah, mum just, like, Swat, like scooped in and like grabbed me and pulled me away and everyone on the side is like oh boo like booing mum I was like this little three-year-old about to go for the biggest jump in the ski fields and could have died quite I would not be sitting here That's today or no if fear. I was I just oh now I we went back to Canada when I was like 16 and I was like got the wobbly legs gone yeah. and everything and I was like grandma we can't go down the big one like I was so Are you still the same height yeah okay let's put it well <laughs> And just in gravity, she still so yeah, I don't know. Mum always tells that story. That's quite funny. But yeah, yeah probably had lots of s- silly moments like that going on in my head. That sounds like pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It's a great little little mem. <laughs> What's your most embarrassing moment? Oh no! Uh, but it's got to be PG. Okay, it's not PG then. Oh, most embarrassing moment. That's no, no PG. Nah, most embarrassing moment. I'm quite an embarrassing person as it is, but a lot of things don't embarrass me. Like, I don't really have much shame. Yeah, <laughs> which is, Yeah, I just don't really care. Great. Um, maybe we'll touch on that next week if I think of one. Unma- most embarrassing moment. 
trying to think. No, it's not coming to me. I don't know. Got any fetishes? <laughs> what? Question. Oh, I can tell you. It's, no, I'm not going to tell you who it's from. Depends who's asking. Is it Ryan Puffy from the storm? I'd say absolutely anything. Dales or <laughs> old Joe blow down the street. <laughs> like. Uh, oh, no, yeah. no, I don't know. Got to, <clears throat> got to figure myself. I've got to go on dates and find out what I like. Yeah, that uh, is hilarious. No, I can't, can't wait yuck. for blind date content. No. Uh, what? And just one, like a beautiful one. What are a you beautiful. most proud of of yourself? Oh, yeah. Good luck. Gonna get teary. Most proud of. What are you most proud of in yourself? I feel like I am really trying to start reflecting. I feel like comparison kills these days and I am trying to reflect. Oh, Jimmy, all good. right? All good. Move on. <laughs> I'm trying to reflect a bit better. Um, there is – oh, I was chosen as um, an ABC Haywire 2022 trailblazer last year, which is um, anyone between age 18 to 28 who is trying to make a difference in rural or remote Australia – and I was chosen for Aviatrix and pretty much that program, like I would not be sitting here with this podcast today if it weren't for that program. That was absolutely the best thing I've ever done mm. and it opened up so many wonderful opportunities. And yeah, basically what we did, we did, our course was a bit different because of COVID and the structure had to change a bit. So we did workshops for like the first half of the year. They're on like networking, getting to know who else is in the Trailblazer, um, I guess 2022 squad. Mm. And... Yeah, so workshops, preparing like for meetings and stuff. And then in, I think it was June, we go to, we went to Canberra for a week for the 2022 Youth Summit. And we got to present a speech in Parliament about, you know, our project. And obviously mine was, uh, mine was actually about the importance of aviation in Australia and, you know, why we should care about it and why we should support people in the grassroots levels of aviation and their learning. And of course, also supporting women in aviation um so we yeah we spent the whole week in Canberra we had like a whole big team helping us with our pitch our three minute speech and we were networking meeting members of the government like different departments and stuff so it was really really cool week and I absolutely hate public speaking and the main reason we were in Canberra was to do a three-minute speech in Parliament House in front of 120 government members members of Parliament ABC like the big dogs. The yes, big through dogs. the roof. And I can't stand public speaking. I cried twice in my – like, and cry, no one likes crying in front of people. And I cried twice in front of, like, the crew when I was – like, people help you, like, edit it and stuff like that, edit your speech, and I, get yeah, cried in front of them. So I was so nervous and obviously really passionate about what Aww. I was talking about. Mm. Yeah, going to get emotional. Mm. And – yeah, I wouldn't say, like, speaking in Parliament House was what I was most proud of. Like, obviously, that was so cool. I got to speak in Parliament at 21 years old about something I'm so passionate about. But it was, like, facing my fear of public speaking and mm. knowing that I had to stand up there on behalf of everyone in aviation. And, you know, I was – I was had been flown all the way down to Canberra. People paid for my flights, all this stuff. And I was sitting there 30 seconds before my speech and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Like, I, I just can't. I cannot do it. I'm going to shake. I'm going to, like, I'm literally going to spew. I was so nervous. They played Danger Zone to get me up there from um, Top Gun. And I walk up on the stage and I'm standing there. 
and yeah, three minutes went by and I had the most like amazing compliments after from people coming up being like, I don't know if they could tell I was just so nervous. So that's why yeah, they were they saying can. like you spoke yeah. really well, but yeah. I was like, I'm going to take it, yeah. take it and run take with it. Or take a win but yeah, one. no. So facing my fear of public speaking was probably my most proud moment. And yeah, knowing that, you know, I felt like there was so many other people that should have been in my position representing women in aviation instead of me. But, you know, I was like, I've got to do this. Got to do it for the girls. So, Love. yeah. And then there's also, sorry, I think we're a little bit over time, but there was no, no. this one um, from that as well. Then the ABC like put out an article about our stories. Like we had to, you know, tell people why we were chosen as a trailblazer. So we they put out an article about our story. Um, and then within like two hours of that article being released, we had someone calling our receptionist at the flight school being like, hey, I just read the article. You know, if she can do it, so can I. Like you know, what makes me any different kind of thing. And she was, um, next week she was enrolled and started her flight training. So that was really cool. To, and she was like there because of what she read about my story. Oh, so that is like a massive pinch me moment. But yeah, I think that would be the top, the just facing my fears. And now I do public speaking. Speaking all the time. Yeah, I got yeah. 20 minutes. By the time this episode's up, I've got a 20 minute one at the Women in Aviation Conference next week, Friday the 10th. A 20 minute speech, I haven't prepared it, and I was shitting bricks for a three minute one. So, yeah, <laughs> things have changed. Jesus, do you just yeah. wing a lot of it, or are you just like, oh, no, no, because it scares me a lot. Oh, like, okay. I'm like, I gotta know what I'm saying, but yeah. I think for next week, I'm like, whatever, yeah, whatever, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. yeah, I love all right. Finish things off, mm-hmm. goals for the year for George and for the business, mm-hmm. besides creating the best podcast. Yeah, well, we're doing that already, aren't we? Done, yeah, tick, mm. tick, tick for the year, yep. Cool. Plans for the year. Plans for the year. I really want to get to WA. Really? Yeah, I just feel like I've got to go see WA. And I want to travel a bit more for work. If anyone um, yeah, anyone sends anyone from WA Tourism wants to send me over. On a blind day. With the girls. Oh, no, stop. Mm, that'd be fine. Actually, no, no one would sponsor me to go to WA if they saw footage of me and the girls on a night out. Um, Okay, so if they just want to. Yeah, so me to WA, that'd be really cool. And plans for the biz? What's the goals? Where are we going? Well, yeah, travel for the business. Be oh. able to go to events for the business and create events around Australia for the business. I don't know if that's going to happen in a year, but yeah. Um, yeah, just keep the potty going. I'm really passionant about this. Froth in the, the potty. Froth in the pod. Love the pod. <laughs> yeah, love the pod. Uh, so just keep it going and, yeah, a bit more merch for the girls to rock and, yeah. Yeah, you can actually goals. get some banging merch. That'd be good. I think we're done. Dunskies? Yeah, there's like a couple other whack ones in here, but... Ah, well, if people want another Q&A, they can request it. I think we should do another it. one. We'll do another Absolutely. Q&A? Okay. Yeah. We'll do another Q&A. So send in um, questions anytime to info at aviatrix.com.au. Mm. Um, you can also follow Message along. Georgia to get a blind date. No! And take her on a date. No. Yep. That'll be, that'll be a content yarn. We can keep it on. Or We're doing speed dating at CMC. Does that count? That absolutely counts. I okay. want to hear about every single one. All right, we'll through. do a we'll do a um, speed CMC recap. Yeah, I, yeah. CMC recap, including speed dating. Yeah, yeah. But then right. you also need to go on a date. Oh. Yeah. Someone message it, please. I want to hear about it. Hit up my DMs, Georgie underscore Arnold mm. on Instagram. I, and just so you know, Locke and I will read them. Okay, why I don't they message Five Three Seven Media on Instagram if they want and to? We'll set tear it up. it up. And you've got to organize it. All right, message Lockie Walden. No, Lockie doesn't use Instagram. That's right, damn. Message 537 Media on Instagram. Yeah. No one wants to go on a date. And we'll That's why a I haven't date. had a date in 22 years nah, because we'll I'm just a we'll little bit 
too many screws loose or something. Like, uh, just, maybe. Just a lot. Just a bit. <laughs> Thank you for asking me questions. <laughs> We're going to end this here because I feel like you're going to start bullying me soon. Mm. Okay. It was going that way. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao.